guys, welcome back to another episode of the No Limits Podcast with me, your host, Mark Ormrod. Now, let me set the scene for you. I am currently, well, it it is currently 8 o'clock in the morning. I don't know what day it is. Tuesday, February sometime. I flew up into Newcastle yesterday. I've got a speaking gig this evening at about 18.30 for a company up here. Uh, And then I'm heading back home. But I'm currently, I don't know why I'm saying this, but I'm currently laying on a sofa in my pyjamas in the dark, having woken up this morning like I normally do, gone through my morning routine of meditating Stretching head to toe or head to stump, if you like. Um, grab the quick cup of contact coffee, a veteran owned company plug. And I thought this would be a good opportunity to record a podcast, which I've been thinking about doing for a little while now. But I guess if I'm being honest, didn't quite have the balls to do um but this morning I woke up you know and and I felt good and going through my routine felt good and I felt calm and stress-free and relaxed and rested after a good a good nine hours in my fart sack last night so I thought now would be a good time to do it it feels right and what I want to talk about is probably for a man, and women too, but I think it's more prevalent for men, um, a subject which is still, even in this day and age, very taboo, and that is mental health. Now, this is my, um, I guess, opinion on mental health, Um I'd like to think there are a lot of people out there that share my opinion, but I don't really think mental health is really that dissimilar from physical health, because we all have it, we all have physical health, you know, that's why people go to the gym, they eat well, they rest well, you know, not everybody, but but some people, but we're all, I think it's safe to say we're all very, very aware of our physical health, whether we're fit, whether we're unfit, whether we have a good diet, whether we have a bad diet. And generally, lots of us take regular steps to try and improve our physical health through diet, through training, through nutrition, through meditation, um, whatever the case may be. For some reason, that's up there on a pedestal and mental health is kind of taboo and isn't talked about, and people are almost embarrassed or ashamed to even bring it up in a conversation, but your mental health, you know, it should be, and it it is to me, it should be to everybody as important, if not more important than your physical health, because, you know, if you're not right upstairs, you're going to struggle downstairs, you know, I, I'm probably going to give you some really shit analogy now, but 
you know, you think of your think of it in terms of a computer. You know, your brain is the software, and let's say that your body is the hardware. So in a computer, your brain is the CPU. You know, it's it's the hub, it's the central processing unit. And your body is the keyboard, the mouse, um, whatever, you know, the hardware, the disk drive, if we still have those in this day and age, the USB port, that's what I mean, uh, and all that kind of stuff. Now, if the CPU in that computer is fucked, then none of the rest of it's going to work. But I guess because you can't see that, you know, people don't tend to focus. You don't, you don't see a guy walking down the street and some chick walk past go, wow, look how mentally healthy that guy is. But if they see a six-pack and a set of guns, you know, it's a lot easier to see and, and to quantify. So it's something that I think we all need to work on. And that's why, you know, I have routines. That's why I meditate. That's why I listen to podcasts. That's why I go to courses. That's why I read books. That's why I listen to audiobooks in the car instead of, you know, pop music, or whatever it is, repeating on the radio day in, day out, because I'm always trying every single day to improve my mental health just as much as I am my physical health with the CrossFit, the jujitsu, the weightlifting, the supplements, the diet, the stretching all that kind of stuff. It, it's it got to be, for me, an equal balance. And I just wish more and more people would have that attitude and take that approach. Now, rant over. Why am I recording this podcast? Why is it taking me so long to do it? Why has it taken me till now to do it when I've been thinking about doing it for so long? The reason is... Because I've had a few issues of my own recently. It's February now, 2019. Um, and I think since Christmas time, I have been been struggling a little bit. And, you know, I, I'm in, in my world, I'm one of the mentally, one of the, one of the strongest motherfuckers that I've, ever, that I've ever met. I just, I've always been that way since I was a kid, you know see a challenge, set a goal, smash the life out of it, move on to the next thing. And, you know, things like going through training to be in the Royal Marines, you know, you've got to be mentally strong for that, you know, probably more than you do physically. And so I've always had that in me to to set a goal and, and to just laser focusing on it and to be relentless, absolutely relentless until you achieve that goal so in that terms um, when I'm talking about mental health I've always been good but since Christmas I made a conscious decision this year when I sat down in December and I started mapping out 2019 I thought to myself you know what I have absolutely pushed myself to the limit for the last 10 years you know setting goals five six seven a four pages year after year after year I've been setting them like that and then developing plans and then just working like a beast day in, day out, trying to achieve those goals and, and hitting, I would say, a good 80% of them year on year on year. And so this year, I thought, you know what? I am going to, I'm going to set goals, but I'm going to sit back and I'm going to chill and I'm going to set a lot less goals and I'm going to leave a lot more of my diary open and I'm going to see 
what the universe drops into those empty slots in my diary. I wanted to focus this year a lot more on me, on personal development, on taking steps towards becoming what you guys know I, I deem as the ultimate version of myself. And I wanted to relax a little bit more and, and see what that brought. Now, for me, um, I think that gave me too much time to, to sit and to think. And although you know I've still kept busy, I haven't felt as driven and as focused as I normally do. And that, to me, has, has led to a bit of a, a spiral, if you like, in, in my mental health. You know, I normally get up every day and I, I'm focused because I set goals, I'm motivated, and I'm driven, and I know what I'm getting out of bed for, and I get up and I go after it, and I do what needs to be done. And I'm, I was traveling and training and working, and, you know, the, the, the demands of my time are, are pretty relentless. I get constant contact from people you know, asking me to do this and do that and be here and be there. And so I kept busy. And because I think I kept busy physically, I kept busy mentally. But when I took a step back and I left those spaces in my diary and I didn't have so much to occupy my time, I started to feel a little bit shit. And and that's what it did. It started off shit because I thought, well, what am I getting up for? You know, I haven't really got that much on today. I'll get up, I'll train. I train early, you know, I'm up at quarter past five, I'm normally done by 8.30 in the morning, and then I really didn't have much else to do for the rest of the day, you know, so I'd pot around, and I'd still listen to the podcasts in the car, I'd still, you know, I've, I've got a job, and, you know, I'd do what I needed to do in that job, but that didn't always fill my entire day up, and I'd just drive around, and my friends would be at work, and my wife would be at work, and the kids would be at school, and I would just be like, what am I doing? Why did I make that decision not to set myself that many goals? Because I am just, I felt like I was just existing. And I started to feel like a bum, you know, and like I was worthless and I, and I had nothing going on. And um, it, this is really hard for me to explain because, you know, you guys know if you listen to these podcasts, you follow me on my social media. I'm so grateful for everything in my life. And I have a lot of good things going on. But I think because I just have lived at that level for the last 10 years of just go, 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 go. Achieve, 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 achieve. Do, 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 do. The minute I took my foot off the gas, I started to feel like shit. And like a loser and a bum and like I was worthless and I had nothing going on. And everyone else was out there doing things and I was just festering and... And surviving and just getting through a day. And I was thinking to myself, what is the point? You know, what, what's the point of me being here? Why do I exist? I'm not doing anything. I'm not contributing anything. I'm not achieving anything. So what's the point? And I'll be totally honest. You know, I got really low. I tried not to let anyone know about it. You know, I tried to keep it to myself. But I got low. And... I don't know why, um, you know, everyone has different coping mechanisms. You know, the gym's a great one for me. That's how I help to, to get rid of the stress, to keep myself anchored, to keep myself motivated. But like I said, I, I, was, I was done by 8.30 in the morning. I had nothing really to fill the rest of my time. 
And, you know, I'm not a big drinker. I don't do that stuff. You know, it just doesn't bring me joy. Um, and I've kind of grown out of that phase in my life a long time ago and I don't enjoy it, but I started eating because I love <laughs> eating. Um, you know, so I just I just started eating shitty food and that made me feel even shitter. And I wasn't sticking to my nutrition plan and calculating my macros properly. And, you know, I just kind of gave up on that thought because I was in this whole headspace of what is the fucking point? I've got nothing going on. I'm not training for anything. I'm not doing the Invictus games or any of that kind of stuff. You know, what is the point? And I started to feel really, really shit. Now, I'm not going to go into massive amounts of detail because it's it's a very, very personal thing. But when I say I got low, it, it was it was lower than I've ever felt in my life. The only thing I can compare it to is way, 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 way back early, probably this time actually, 2008, when I got told by that doctor that I'd never walk again. You know, I probably felt that low and that hopeless and that things were that pointless and that, that I don't know, it's really, really hard to explain. I, the one thing I will say is I personally have never, ever felt like that in my life. And I'm going to say something now, which um, I'm just I'm just going to be raw and and brutally honest. But when I see a lot of this stuff about mental health and and people suffering and and going through all this stuff, I used to be like, well, I don't I don't understand that. Why why is that part? Why don't they just get up, go to the gym, set a goal? You'll get over it. Don't worry about it. It's no big deal. And kind of used to pay lip service to it. And in the last three, four, five weeks, it, it has been so weird because I think I've experienced what a lot of these people suffer with. And it is fucking horrible. I'm, I'm really not articulating it well enough. And I'm not going to go down the route of saying, you know, I got so low that I wanted to kill myself and all that kind of stuff. But I got, I got so low that I just felt numb. And... I felt like nobody nobody could understand it. And whereas normally I focus on all the good things in my life and all that I'm grateful for and all that I want to achieve, all I could think about was the bad stuff in my life. And I'm talking about, I was going back years thinking about all the people who have fucked me over, who have ripped me off, who have abused my my generosity and kindness and and used it for personal gain people who have said bad things about me and and talked shit about me and, and all I could, all I could think about was those people and those events and those things and although I had all these great things around me you know my family my job my health the prosthetics that give me my life I just couldn't focus on any of it, and I got really, really fucking angry, and I got so close sometimes to picking up the phone and ringing up these people, you know, and some of this is from like eight, nine years ago, and just ripping these motherfuckers a new asshole, you know, because in the past when this stuff happens, I would just chalk it up as a life lesson, all right, Mark, that's happened, can't do anything about it, you've learned from it, 
don't work with that person again, don't trust that person again, you know, draw a line under it and move on. And I'm really, really, really good at that kind of stuff. But th- this was different. I just felt like ringing these people up, going around their house, you know, busting them a fucking new one. And it it was a place that I'd never, ever been to before. And it's awful. And if you're listening to this and you've been through that and you felt that way, you know, I appreciate it now. I appreciate what it is that I see people talking about on social media. Um, and I, I have a whole new level of understanding and of, you know, respect for it, if you like. Uh, not not the, the issue, but for what people are going through. You know, and the weird thing about, I think my situation is, a lot of people would look at me and think, it's because of the injuries, it's not, it's, it is indirectly, but it's because of all the shit that comes along after it, like I was talking about, the leeches, the fucking people that get into your life, and take, 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 you know, I want to abuse you, and your situation, and use it for themselves, and yeah, it just made me really, really angry, but one of the other things that I think I'm good at is understanding that times like this in your life they're a part of a process you know I I attended I've attended lots of of courses self-development courses in particular Tony Robbins courses over the last 10 years and one of the the things he says that has always stuck with me and I'm going to butcher this quote and I'm going to paraphrase it and I apologize to Tony for doing this but that there was one of the courses that I went on, I think it was his Date with Destiny, where he would say that it's at your your moment of maximum frustration at that point when you're the most angry, overwhelmed, confused, where you feel hopeless and that you just can't get to that next level and next part in your life. That's the moment when you're about to have a breakthrough and you're about to get over it and you're about to level up and and get to that next level. And so I understood that as difficult as it was, you know, I'm, you got to imagine I'm driving around in the car on my own all day, you know, no one's around me, I've got nothing going on, just feeling like I'm festering and, you know, for someone that is always go, 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 that was really hard for me to deal with. But I understood that it was all part of a process and that if I just stuck it out, figured it out, and tried harder to focus on the positives in my life and the good things and the things that I'm grateful for, that eventually, and you know, and quite soon, I was going to cross that line and then take things to another level. And I, and I think, no, I don't think, I know that that's happened recently, which is why I've had the balls to record this podcast now. Because I think if I did it when I was in that state of mind, it would have been very, very doom and gloom, very, very dark. It would have been really fucking honest, I know that, but it wouldn't have been me. And so I waited. And, you know, things are good now. And one thing I will say, I I am a proud person, but I'm not one of these, you know, because I said at the beginning, there's a big stigma around this stuff and men especially don't like reaching out and asking for help. Fuck that shit. I will reach out and ask for help. I have 
no shame in doing that. Just like, you know, when, you know, for example, last year when I was training for the Invictus Games, I reached out and I asked for help to improve myself physically. You know, I have no shame in reaching out and asking for help mentally as well. And I got some good people around me. And I was very honest about my situation with some very, very close friends of mine. And they helped me. And I knew that they would. You know, I didn't feel like I was burdening them with anything. I know a lot of people go through that kind of emotion. They don't want to reach out because they feel that they're going to burden someone with their shit. I was I was careful about who I spoke to because I had to speak to people who I knew could handle it. I had to speak to people who knew me well, who knew that it was just a temporary thing that I was going through. Um, and I, I was selective with the people that, that I talked to. And I, here's another thing that I'll say. You know, I didn't like who I was when I was going through that. I was a fucking dick. Um, short-tempered at home with, with the family, angry, miserable, just kind of wanted to be on my own all the time and, and try and figure this out. So what you've got to understand is that it goes beyond you. Although inside you think it is all about you and you're the only one that's going through it and no one understands what you're talking about, when you sit back and look at the bigger picture, it has ripple effects and it affects everyone around you, especially those closest to you. Now, going beyond that, going beyond the coffee and the training and the conversations you know, that I was having with the, with the people who I trusted to help me, I've actually, I, I've put it in, in my, okay, I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent here, but in my life I have what I call a power team, you know, people around me that help me excel in certain areas, like, you know, I'll, I'll try and break it down, so in my jiu-jitsu when I do that, you know, I have Sam and the guys at Reorg who help me excel in that area, in my physical training in the gym and stuff, I have Ben at Imperium who helps me to improve in that area of my life. In personal development, although I don't have a physical coach, I have people online or books that I read from certain people that inspire me and lift me up and, and push me on to be better. So I have those people effectively in my power team. And this year I've decided to include some mental health coaching in my power team. Um, really because I think it's good to, first of all, to talk to people to get these issues out there, but also because when I sit down and look at all the names I've got in a bit of paper and, and the people that I'm putting in this power team, that, that's one of the areas I was lacking. I didn't have anybody, um, I, I don't like calling them therapists, uh, coaches, mental health coaches. I didn't have a mental health coach in my team. So I have now... Um, I've got one. I'm going to go see them on Friday, and it isn't from a from a perspective of help me. I'm broken. I need you to fix me. It's more of a case of I understand that my mental health is as important as my physical health. I'm here training physically five times a week. I want to at least try and train mentally two or three times a month. So that's what it is for me. Um, now I'm going to wrap this up in a minute there, there were a lot of things I really wanted to talk about in this podcast but I've been gobbing off now for nearly 25 minutes 
I, I might do a follow up to it. This was just kind of an overview. I didn't want to get too deep into my thoughts and my feelings when I was going through that process. I kind of don't feel the need to do that anymore because if you're listening to this and you've been struggling yourself, you you know those thoughts and feelings, the numbness, the loneliness, the darkness. Uh, I maybe will do that in in another podcast because I know it's always good. You know, when I listen to people's podcasts and I'm going through something and I think I'm the only one in the world going through it, I find it really helpful to listen to other people that I look up to um, that are going through those things as well, similar things. So I know that I'm not I'm not on my own. So maybe I'll get a bit deeper on this in another podcast. But for now, I just wanted to to record this and really just to say to anyone out there, male, female, whatever. Uh, it doesn't really matter. We all we all struggle. Anyone going through it, you know, who feels a little bit like the way I've been describing, don't be too proud to to reach out and, and seek seek help. You know, it. I don't know where this bullshit fucking stigma thing came from, but it's 2019. We need to get over that shit, and we need to realise that, like I said at the very beginning, if your mental health isn't on point. Your physical health isn't going to be on point, And the rest of your life isn't going to really be on point. So you need to make it a priority. And it can come in many forms. Just before I do wrap up, you know, I'll just reiterate and summarise some of the things that I've said already. You you don't have to dive straight in and go and see a mental health coach, counsellor, a therapist or any of that stuff. Just start by listening to a podcast. Just start by reading a book just start by by doing the things that you know make you feel better I love movies that's how I escape you know so I'll go and watch movies that makes me feel better that sets me back in an even keel and then I go after it again and go and attack the you know attack the day so jump online google a couple of tips start there just start somewhere go and tell someone how it is you're feeling and then if you need to, reach out to a professional, go and get the help you need. But never, ever, ever underestimate the power of having an honest and a raw conversation with someone in your inner circle who you trust, who you look up to, and who you know will listen with open ears and know that it's just a temporary phase that you're going through and that you're going to get over it and get back after it. Guys, I'm going to wrap it up now. I'm going to go have a shower, have another stretch, get my suit ironed, get myself into a peak state, and then go and kill it on this stage tonight. Got a 30-minute talk to deliver, 15-minute Q&A, which generally runs a lot longer than that, and then I'm going to get up in the morning, hop on a plane, and head back to sunny Plymouth. So guys, this is the longest podcast I've done so far. Thank you all for listening. I do plan this year on doing interviews. My plan is to get guests on the podcast, live stream the podcast to Facebook, report, report? I'm not going to report anything, record the podcast for my YouTube channel. I've just downloaded an 83-slide PowerPoint presentation from Gary Vaynerchuk about repurposing all this content. So hopefully... 
if I get people in that power team I was talking to you about that helped me out to to have a look at this, we're going to be pushing this stuff out all over the place and hopefully reaching a shitload more people and in turn helping a shitload more people. Guys, thank you for listening. Consider what I said. You're not in it alone. There's no shame in reaching out for help. It takes balls. It takes courage. I do it. Lots of people that I look up to do it. So if you need to, make sure you do it. That's it for now, guys. Thanks for your support. As always, speak next time.